Hello and welcome to Guy Perryman Interviews. Our travel companions today are David Hunter and Cassidy Jansen, the two leading stars of Once in Concert, the Broadway stage musical from London's West End to Japan. The conversation took place backstage at Theatre Orb Shibuya Tokyo in August 2023 and was first broadcast across Japan on my Inter-FM radio show. Enjoy the journey! It is wonderful to welcome on board from the musical Once, David Hunter and Cassidy Jansen. Hello. Hello. Great to meet you both. Thanks for your time today. Pleasure. You've both literally come off the stage from today's performance. How are you feeling? Pretty relaxed. We've only, because the first two days we've been here, we've been doing two shows a day and today was a single show day. And now we're going out for dinner, having a cast dinner, which would be really nice relaxing. (laughs) We've got two days off to explore Tokyo and beyond. I think we're going to a Kyoto trip. We're doing the bullet train. Oh, wow. Oh, cool. So that'll be fun. So on mass, on Tuesday, there'll be a bunch of actors probably being very annoying. Good. (laughs) (laughs) So avoid the bullet train. And karaoke. What are you going to sing? One of our cast, Pete, has come up with a really good idea, which is you can't pick your own karaoke song. It has to be picked for you, which we all agreed was brilliant. You're definitely getting (laughs) Carol King, aren't you? People are going to throw that at you. No doubt. they will. No, I think, I think. I think it'll be more creative than that. I have faith. I don't. <laughs> you can choose it. I will. I'll be Carol King for a minute. Yeah, but then we've got two days off, so it's um, now's the time, and I think I'm feeling the pressure of trying to see everything I want to see in this vast city mm. that we're in. There's so much I want to see, and just, just I don't think we're going to be able to squeeze it in, so... Yeah, just have to try my best. Speaking of Japan, I was reading on your social media, you made a very interesting comment about... Uh, performing so far away from home Mm. is giving you a sense of freedom. Mm. I thought that was very interesting. Yeah, it's a very different thing. It Mm. it just takes the pressure off instantly knowing your kind of immediate peers and community aren't aren't here watching, you know. There's even a kind of a nice freedom in knowing that for the vast majority of the audience it will be their second language or maybe not a language they don't speak at all. And so there's sort of like, there's an importance in just, I know I have to be clear and, and... and that gives you a nice focus, really. Mm. I mean, it's, honestly, being on stage, such a mess of nonsense running through your head and all these neuroses <laughs> and worries and your ego and your insecurities all fighting each other constantly. It's kind of nice to just sit in it and go, we're, we're free from loads of that baggage mm. over here. It's I lovely. I so have had the same experience because normally I think you've got like all the fans on the front row yeah. and you're thinking, oh God, what are they going to tweet about this performance? Mm. And they, they, they so know the shows we're in. Mm. So they'll like be straight on it and I'll meet you at stage door and comment on it. Or you've got some press people in or there's a gala night and there's always yeah. this sort of like, oh, my best mate's mum's in. And, and always, <laughs> but here there's none of that. So it sort of takes away. So you just have the normal anxiety without all of that. <laughs> just, I can just yeah, oh, this is less. This is fine. It's a bit easier. And also, like, like you're saying about the language barrier, I'm really enunciating, yeah. way more than I normally do. Actually, it's quite nice. It is quite nice. You know where you are, and you don't kind of worry like, oh, am I being, am I over enunciating? Am I being too much? You go, no, it's got to be clear, and that's yeah. yeah it makes it simpler. I always remember Judy Dench saying, "Actors today don't enunciate and don't project because everyone's mic'd up." Yeah, that's yeah. it. So, yeah, we're very lazy these days. But. <laughs> but I think here as well because it's quite an intimate theatre piece mm. and it's in essentially like the, a theatre the size of the Coliseum mm. we're having to do that thing where you're like it should be intimate but we're having to like open it up and yeah. be a little bit bigger than we would want to be and actually mm. I like that I think yeah, it's a I do. challenge mm. yeah it's been really interesting it's interesting I've interviewed so many musicians when they've come to Japan and I, I've always noticed as you mentioned about that freedom possibly being away from a critical press yeah. is, is one thing too I think people tend to really enjoy coming out here and performing 
Yeah. yeah. I think um, that's very true. It is, mm. I really, I really want to take it home with me. Mm. Like I want to remember this feeling of just locking into each other on stage and, and simplifying what our job is because mm. I know we pile on all this pressure on ourselves. It doesn't really exist. Mm. You know, even in the minds of our peers, mm. they don't care. They don't really care what we do on stage that night. It's only yours and our fears and neuroses. So I, I really, I would love to step on stage at the, on the next thing in London and go, this is what I'm doing. I'm me. It's me and you, and that's all there is to it. But your peers, of course, are going through all the same thing. We're that's all a wreck. Yeah. So. I think some people are just better at hiring than others. 100%. Whereas you and me are going, oh, my God. Oh, no. <laughs> How do you feel when you come off stage? How do you feel when a show is ended? I think because we've been doing it a while, I tend to just feel like, good, I didn't mess anything up. <laughs> and, and if I have messed up, something then I'll probably just sit there berating myself half an hour <laughs> yeah do you get grumpy with that and then how do you get over sometimes, that sometimes yeah. sometimes yeah I think if I've messed somebody else up then I feel really bad then oh. I'll be like knocking on a door going I'm so sorry <laughs> I'm it's so a good way sorry. to be at least you'll yeah. you know own up to it yeah <laughs> but that I guess is the joy of live theatre anything can happen really yeah absolutely anything can happen mm. and it does and every show so far has been different hasn't it we've yeah. done we've done five shows in 49 hours basically wow. yeah. and and each one has been different and uh i, I think today's was my favorite actually it was really Just, lovely today yeah we felt you, in you control did, you were doing some lovely nice stuff you were trying oh, some yeah, new yeah. stuff out i was messing around is what you <laughs> said <laughs> it's so interesting meeting you and hearing you talk right now because i saw the show a couple of days ago and of course you have completely different accents on the stage uh, your character girl is czech she's czech and your character guy is Irish, but here you are, you sound completely different. Do, so. yeah. <laughs> Obviously speaking a different accent is one challenge, but how about singing in a different accent? Yeah, that was interesting. I don't know, like once you've locked into it, it sort of just seeps into the singing as well. And actually, funnily enough, I found Czech quite nice to sing in. Like oh. the vowels are quite nice to sing with, which oh. is something I never expected. Oh. Yeah. And you do sing a song in Czech, don't you? Yeah, I just learned it phonetically. I was just like, <laughs> I don't know. Apparently it's a lullaby. Oh. So it doesn't make much sense about how we're singing it. But, mm. but anyway, it's a whole, a whole other story. <laughs> what do you love about the show? What do you love about your characters? Oh, my goodness. I, I fell in love with the film before it was ever a musical, Glenn Hansard's music. It was the first CD I played in my first car, a little Ford Fiesta oh. called Bertha. Oh. Uh, played it to death. I love the songs backwards, forwards. When they announced it was becoming a musical on Broadway first, oh. I was just beside myself that I might get the chance to do it. And the fact that I was about the right age at the right time and coming into the industry at the right time and got to play that role because I did it on the West End um, 10 years ago when I was but a child, um, it, I just feel felt incredibly lucky. Mm. It was my real West End debut in basically my dream show. Wow. You and know. Here you are in the lead role. And here I am. It's it's uh, it's just as joyous. So 10 years later, literally to the week when I started rehearsals, wow. 10 years later. Really? Yeah. Uh, rediscovering it all. And, and as soon as you hear the music and I, again, I was just like, I'm back. It's beautiful. And oh, Cassidy is a wonderful girl, as she knows, because uh, I've been telling her all week. So it's just <laughs> been joyous to rediscover it again with a new person and to see everything that she brings to it too. Well, I saw the show uh, on Broadway about maybe well, it must have been longer than 10 years yeah. ago then. Uh, and I completely fell in love with it. It blew me away. And I remember going, I really want to play girl. Mm. 
and and I hadn't played piano for a long time and I bought a piano when I got home and I started <laughs> practicing all the songs and when it came to London in the audition process I got cut first round oh, yes. I was so oh. upset <laughs> so when I got offered this in Tokyo I just sort of stopped and went oh my god I'm finally going to pl- get to play this role that I've always wanted to play so this mm. is a real dream and it's as I said mutual appreciation society here you know, it's so lovely working <laughs> with you and what a challenging business because in, in, in a way you really have to wait for the right role to come along and then actually get that role yeah the lovely Hannah Waddingham whom I'm sure you know like I've known her for a very long time and she just says we ebb and we flow we <laughs> ebb and we flow she's flowing at the moment yeah, obviously right. <laughs> you two too did something or someone come into your early lives to catch the acting bug very young yeah I did I was always dancing and singing and annoying my, my parents look at this dance routine I've made up um, yeah. now you get paid to do it now I get paid <laughs> yeah. I just got dragged along to things by my sister we you know I think my parents just thought well whatever Becky's doing Dave will do so I went to trampolining and horse riding and all sorts and eventually ended up in a drama class and just I think to be honest I just fell in love with some girls at drama and thought well I'll keep going maybe they'll fall back in love with me and they never did (laughs) I still love you Cheryl But you are married with a, a, a child, I believe. Is that right? This is true, yeah. I've got two kids. I don't, I don't really love Cheryl, just to be clear. Okay. I love Tara, who's my wife. I'm away from them at the minute, and it's um, which is tricky. But they get it, and they're excited, and they know they're getting Power Rangers or Super Sentai toys brought oh. onto them. Kit Kats have been requested. Yes. Green ones. Green ones, that's it. Where do I get these green ones? I'm still on the hunt. But yeah, they know they're getting presents, so they've been bought off. Cool. <laughs> the show and the story once is all about music. And I always speak with people about the power of music, and that's what what I love. I'm not a musician at all, and you do what I can't do. But the show is about, I guess, it's about love and humanity all through this message of music. Do you feel there's something very powerful about music in this show and in life in general? Yeah, there's a sort of theme throughout the whole show, which is like, you know, not living your life because you're frightened of it. Mm. And and it comes through in, in the songs, it comes through in Barushka's speech, which is hilarious. Um, and it, it comes through in the things you're saying. And it's just this constant sort of motif, which is like, stop being frightened of life, mm. you know. Mm. And I mean, it moved me when I saw it on Broadway. I, it really, you know, hit me right, right through the eyeballs, actually. Mm. I love the way the songs are built because it feels, for me, it feels like how it feels to play music, which is that it starts small and you're there with your guitar in your bedroom. And it's orchestrated so beautifully. All these other instruments start to build and grow and swell. And they, and the ensemble stand and we start playing together. That for me is how it feels to kind of lay into a song. And I'm sure you felt it too, Cassie, where you suddenly the room sort of becomes something magical mm. and you're in the music in a different sort of way. And every, it's kind of coming out your every pore. Mm. Uh, and I just think they've captured that so brilliantly. So in the show, I just have to allow that to happen to mm. me, feel those instruments and go, I'm in it, I'm being lifted up into the air, you know. Mm. I remember 10 years ago feeling like it's, and it's why it was my dream show, really, is I got to do all of me, you know. I got to whack a guitar and feel feel like me in those moments. Mm. And it's the same here, even in this version, there's a moment that they've kind of allowed us to, this is the moment Guy becomes the front man. Mm. And that's another part of me that I don't get to visit very often. Mm. And so in that moment, just to kind of puff your chest out and, and be there with the audience in a different kind of way. It just ticks every box. <laughs> did you want to be a musician or a pop star? Uh, did I? Yeah, maybe. I was, in a, I was in a band before. I trained as an actor and then I was in a band for a number of years. Oh. And we supported McFly on tour and the feeling oh. is kind of for girls. And, and so I got to do that sort of tour bus, arena tour life for a while, um, as Cassidy did in another period in her life. And so I'm, oh. it's a lovely thing. I'm glad I visited. Is that how it feels for you? 
Yeah. You know? Like having a record deal, trying out the record industry, seeing what that's mm. all about. Um, Do you prefer acting or or, or the record deal? Like, oh, Gosh, the, I mean, well, the first record deal, so I did this album with Beverly Knight and Amber Riley called mm. Leading Lady Songs from the Stage. and so it, But it was about musical theatre. So it was a record yeah. deal to do with musical theatre. So it was sort of a lovely blend of of this industry visiting the music industry yeah. and it was I'm glad I did it it was a real experience it was incredible to watch as well you know back home in England the whole musical theatre world suddenly watched our mate Cassidy appear <laughs> you were everywhere weren't you it was just like oh she's everywhere, everywhere. it was just a, it was an incredible thing to watch just yeah. you know and wonderful I think you know the whole world was so thrilled for you you know it's glorious. It, I felt that I felt like everyone was just like go on Cass and I yeah. was just like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> most, most days yeah hello Christian Slater uh, hello Graham Norton hello it was hello Hugh Jackman you know lots of Gosh. it was very crazy Kenneth mm. Branagh I mean we met wow. all sorts of people it was amazing your own solo album is this right Carol King wrote a song yes. for you uh, well she didn't oh, <laughs> I okay. love this quote it's so funny how Chinese whispers happen so basically she had um, it's almost that so she had a bunch of unreleased songs and I, I just messaged her we met and I said look I don't suppose you've got any unreleased songs that haven't been used by anyone and she just sent me a little Dropbox folder with five songs to pick so oh. I got an unreleased Carol King song oh so she that's unbelievable me. yeah it's pretty cool I didn't know that happened yeah it was amazing I should have done my research before there you go. <laughs> um, gosh that's amazing then did amazing. you love it? Was it? Did you listen to all five and one pinged out? Or yeah, we listened to to five of them. And I mean, I remember, I remember never going to forget opening my emails and just go. I was in my kitchen and my then flatmate was there, and we just, I just shrieked. And she's like, "What's happened?" I was like, "Carol Gang's giving me songs." <laughs> <laughs> oh, what the hell? <laughs> you know, it was one of those like <gasps> couldn't actually believe it. I'm very grateful to her for for doing that. You know? oh. But you wrote your own music too. I did. Yes, I sort of I wrote. My album was called Cassidy, very unoriginal. Um, but I'm really proud of it, you know, mm. and I'm mm. I'm a super harsh critic of myself. And so for me to go, I'm really proud of that album, mm. um, means it's probably good, I think. Because <laughs> I'm normally like, oh, I could have done that better, I can't do that again. You know, and actually, you know, there's, there's one song I go, mm. but everything else, I'm really happy with. <laughs> and then getting back to the power of music for either of you, if you've gone through tough times in life and possibly using music as a channel, do you turn to music in difficult moments? Oh, yeah, big time. 100%. Yeah, really. It's always been my therapy. So, like, uh, since being a sort of teenager, like, like I say, a lovesick teenager, desperately in love with someone at drama class or whatever it is, and just channeling my angst through my <laughs> guitar, you know. And I, I always felt like if I didn't have that, I don't know what I'd be... I don't know what I'd be doing, banging my head against a wall, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then you did write your own music. What, what inspired your songs then? Oh, God. Yeah, funny enough, uh, bad relationships. <laughs> Why are there bad relationships? I know, yeah. you should sing about the one you really love, the one you no, got. You never write about that. You never write about <laughs> that. You about like, oh, Heartbreaks, breeze, good song. Why did you listen to me? Another failed love, you know, all that stuff. Are we likely to get another solo album then? Yes, there will be something. I mean, I've been talking about doing a second one for a while, but I've just changed record companies we're talking about doing a slightly different thing from an album we're going to do sing like single releases because everything's about singles now mm. so it might not be a whole album but yes we're definitely going to be doing some recording i don't want to give anything away from the show here but i was thinking when i was watching the other night and about a quarter of the way through the show the character girl i was thinking maybe she's not real is she a sprite is, is she a figment of guy's imagination mm. you know is, is it your inner self talking to you for a moment i was thinking that i don't know if that has come into the show for either of you um we never discussed that it's not been a thing no, um, but, but totally she does it. have that sort of energy mm. like certainly like 
when I saw the show, the girl playing her on Broadway had that sort of energy where you're like, she's so unusual. Mm -hmm. She's such a unique character mm -hmm. and her brain goes so fast and she's she's I, I said I think she's got ADD and she does have an otherworldliness about her and I, I love tapping into that I, mm -hmm. I love playing her she's mm -hmm. and she I love how much she loves music mm -hmm. like that's such a lovely thing to embody and try and feel every night and both the characters are going to go to New York and sing their songs. You can't give anything away here. Presume you both feel it has a very happy ending, this story. Well, it's, it's not bit really. Sweet, it's a bittersweet, yeah. isn't it? I, yeah. I kind of, you know, go back and be a mum and teach my kid piano and you go off and hopefully you become a yeah. successful artiste in New yeah, York and that's it, I suppose it's, with your girl again. It's open enough, isn't it? There's a, there's a, yeah, it's a strange old process because I think what they think they want at the start of the show isn't necessarily what they get or what they end up wanting. Mm. Uh, it all changes and, and yeah, and I'm, I'm, I think we're telling that story really nicely as well. I think it's, it feels very different again from when we did it 10 years ago. It feels like it makes more sense to me now, maybe because I'm 10 years older, but mm. it all just kind of lines up and I get it. There know? is something about life experience because mm. you can tap into some stuff. Yeah, mm. all that insecurity. <laughs> <laughs> now, can either of you give me a line from the show in your accent? Oh, you know what I'm going to say. <laughs> the transaction is not complete until you have made the heel for suck. <laughs> oh, that's my, I think that's my second favourite line of yours. Should I try and mimic the other What's one? the first one? The first one is... <laughs> I almost can't tell you because when you do it in a couple of days we'll laugh but I like it when you go um, the size of the coin doesn't matter <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, it <laughs> and can we get a comment from Guy uh, what do I say I kind of think of a single line um, off the North Strand there there you go <laughs> that was good. Well, listen, have a fabulous, fabulous time here in Japan. I know the audiences are very reserved here. They're soaking in everything mm. that's happening on the stage. They've, you know, every detail is noticed. So We've noticed that their heads will move when they hear a new musical instrument, you know, en masse. They're so oh. attentive. Yeah. Yeah. It's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I think you're making a lot of us very happy here. So thank you for bringing Once in Concert to Japan, David and Cassidy. Thank you both so much. Thank, thank you, you for having, having us, and thank you for joining us today. For more interviews and information, please go to guyperryman.com.